humans are meaning-making creatures, right? Like we want to create meaning of the world and we want to understand that at the end of the day, our existence here in this day, in this life, that it matters, that we matter, that we've had some some way of creating a mark. How, how, did, how did my waking up today and going to work and interacting with my family create a difference? And so really, I think that impact is the connection of those two things. It's the connection of, of meaning, like why am I here, and connected to mattering. Like have I been able to impact someone else or something else in a way that, that made a difference? That makes sense. And I think the whole concept of how we mattered is what drives people. You say that there's four types of clutter that's associated with wealth. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. You know, I think one of the things that collectively we have, we we don't do a great job of talking about money. We can talk about money, but we don't do a great job of actually understanding our relationship with money. Like how most people don't have a neutral relationship with money. It's either something that they want more of, something that they feel like was a replacement for love in their lives. It was something that they feel like they can't get enough of. Like there's some charge, positive, negative, but very few people actually have a neutral relationship with money and definitely not with wealth. As a result, one of the things that I found is that particularly for rising generation, for the kids raised in families where there are financial excess financial resources is they tend to have four distinct types of clutter. And what I mean by clutter is really basically psychological and emotional clutter. It's like the stuff that gets in the way of us feeling like we are authentically who we are. And so um, one type is actually money clutter specifically. It's about the limiting beliefs around wealth and our money stories and, and just kind of our relationship with money that makes it so that it's we can't clearly see it as a tool Instead, we see it as something that is that is an emotional stand-in for lots of other things. The second one is identity clutter, which is really about who am I? It's and and often for kids raised with with in families where there's financial resources, it's about it's false beliefs about who I am. Like there's an over-identification with money that maybe was earned by a parent or a grandparent and passed down. The third type is relationship clutter. And for kids who have been raised with financial resources, this is often a confusing question of like, hey, do these people like me for who I am or because I have the best toys? Am I really being loved for me? And as Rising Gen get into romantic relationships, there's a whole other level of confusion about why is this person with me? And then the last one is what I've called contribution clutter, but it's really about the question of where we started with this idea of impact work. So contribution clutter is the limiting narratives about one's value as a person and how they can translate that into work in the world. And it doesn't have to be paid work in the traditional sense, but it really is about mattering and that often families with financial resources can make it so that their kids don't have to work or don't have to work as hard, which is a great benefit. But the downside is that removing the economic need to work doesn't remove the human drive to work. Sure. I mean, it's good for us. We're wired to work. We're wired to like do something and see that we have a, a resulting impact. So those are the those are the four types of clutter 